the sign and said, my containment wall is coming down. I wish I had somebody that had enough faith to jump to your feet and say, my containing wall is coming down. I don't have to see the whole thing. I don't have to know the whole thing. But it's coming down. It's coming down because I said so. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Hallelujah. This is what God says. And see, what happens a lot of times, Satan distracts you to try to make you think you are not worthy. You are not worthy. And then he'll mess with your mind and get you to do some stupid stuff that you know better than that to do. But he does that to get you to a place where he make you feel like I'm not worthy. How many of you have battled with that? I want to get a prayer through, but I know I got to wait a time because I know God ain't going to hurt me because I, 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 I just did that. And while you are meditating on anything but the word, then he'll step in and then he'll make you doubt and make you think you're not qualified to call on the Lord. Uh, but can Sister Carolyn Fairclough jumped to your feet and said, I am qualified. I am well qualified. Oh, Woo! Hallelujah. But you see, he wants you to think, well, let, let me call Bishop and let me see if Bishop can get a prayer through because I did X, Y, and Z on this weekend, so now I'm not qualified. And then see, when you don't feel qualified, you hide. But you got to come out from high. It depends on me. I'm the one. Lord, have mercy. Just like a jump to your feet said, I'm the one. I'm the one. Hallelujah. You the one. Amen. For the whole redeemed assembly of Jesus Christ, God will take one person. Oh, my God. And sometime when you are that one, he'll turn around and make you mess up. Hallelujah. Sometime it ain't the whole church. It's one. And in our text today, it wasn't half of Israel. It wasn't 12 of Israelites. It was one man. One man. Daniel says, when I saw it, I set my heart to seek the Lord. I got on my knees and started praying, and I wonder whether or not God was going to hurt me or not because hey, it's been 21 days, and I've been fasting, and I still haven't got an answer yet. But look, out! this is what the angel said. I heard you the first thing you cried. Hallelujah. And sometimes you got to stand up and tell the devil, he heard me the first day. When the devil said, you're not qualified, God didn't hear you, then you need to vocalize it and say, he heard me the first day. Mm. Simone, jump to your feet and say, he heard me the first day. All right. Amen. And he heard you the first day. All right. So now we're not playing. How many times have one man stood up and made the difference for the nation? Hezekiah, the king of Assyria, came and says, God told me to come 
and just tear y'all up. And don't think you're going to pray to God and then God going to make a difference because he told me to come to destroy you. But Hezekiah went into the closet and stopped praying. He prayed until God spoke to him. And God told Hezekiah, don't worry about it, Hezekiah. I'm going to send the Assyrian the way they came. I'm going to send it because the Assyrian was boasting. I'm going to come in there. I'm going to take everything you got. I'm going to take it. Hezekiah got scared. How many of y'all ever got scared? Hezekiah got scared, didn't know what to do. But then Hezekiah prayed. And then God spoke to him in the prayer. And God told him, that's all right, Hezekiah. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. You done did some good work here. You are one of the greatest kings I've had. Oh, my God. Even before you the greatest one, that's what the Bible says. He was one of the greatest kings of Israel. And then here it comes. He comes along. And God has put him and said, hey, I'm, 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 God sent the man. God will send an enemy after you. That's to show you that he loves you. Lord, have mercy. Let me say that again. He'll send the enemy after you to prove to you that he loves you. And when he send the enemy after you, he want to find out if your faith is holding. You know, you know what got God dancing in heaven? It's when the enemy come after you and you keep on praising him. When you praise, when you don't feel nothing, but I'm going to praise him anyhow. When you dance without the music, but I'm dancing because he promised me. I'm not dancing because I'm trying. I'm not dancing because I feel good. I'm dancing because I'm trying to establish this word what God has told me. He told me I'll never leave. I'll never forsake you. I'm with you always. I've been saved for a while. And I'm, I done went through some tight places. And I found out that when a great blessing is on your way, that's when you get your biggest trial. But after you suffered a while, I'll establish you. I'll settle you. I'll make you perfect. This is what God is saying. And so Hezekiah prayed, and God spoke to him. He said, don't you worry about the Assyrian. I got him. I'm going to send him back the way he came. Not only am I going to send him back. Now, this is the man God sent to kill Hezekiah, but because Hezekiah had faith in God, God said, I'm going to send him back home, and I'm going to let somebody cut his head off. But if Hezekiah had gotten scared, and had humble and went for the way of that man, he wouldn't he would have lost everything. So the king of Assyria went back home and his son cut his head off. My God, my God, what a mighty God we serve. Hallelujah. Your enemy's head is about to get cut off. And you don't have to touch him. You don't, you don't have to touch him. Their head is about to be cut off. have to worry about touching them. The weapons I warfare are not common, but they're mighty through God to the pulling down 
amen, a stronghold, casting down imagination and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Satan don't want you thinking about God. He wants you to think about your failure, your shortcoming, how unworthy you are. And sometimes you done messed up so bad, you are ashamed to go to the altar in prayer. But let me tell you something, just repent. He will forgive you. God is counting on you. You have an assignment. You have an assignment. He's about to do it. This is a big undertaking we have undertaken. It's not small, it's big. We need the Holy Ghost to help us. Hallelujah. We got to stop letting the devil distract us. So what if somebody talking about you? I'm a good subject. Make sure you tighten it right. Because I'm a good subject. They've been talking about me for years. And they still got something to talk about. I must be important. <laughs> if I'm walking through your mind when I ain't thinking about you, I must be important. So when people are talking about you, don't try to get even. What he says, the law will fight for you. And you shut your mouth. God is fighting for you. So when you're talking about James Frank Harris, you got a good subject to talk about. Because I'm going to still live holy. I'm going to still love you. I'm going to still do good about you. Because I'm called by God. And he has to carry me through something in order to bless me. Why do he carry you through something? He always has to remind you that he is God. When he told me that when I was laying on the floor beating the rug, he told me, said, if you preach my word, you're not lack for bread. And I'm beating the rug, beating it, beating it, beating it. Then he spoke to me through the word, John 15 and 5. Without me, you can do nothing. And for, from 1981 until now, whenever a doubt come in my mind, I just fall on my knees and say, Lord, I can't do nothing without you. See, sometimes we say it one time, but on the journey, God wants to keep on. Keep on. He, he said, if he forget, he said, just remind me. And so what I do when things get a little tight for me, I just remind him, I can't do nothing without you. And I see doors start flying open. Amen. I'm just walking through the door because I remind him, I can't do nothing without you. Amen. This is a critical time 
amen, in the life of the saints. There was a time when God got uh, worried somewhat, wondered. Look at Isaiah 59, 16 through 19. Amen. Hallelujah. He just reminded me of this. And I had to go and find it. Mm -hmm. What did he say? And there, and he said, and he saw what? That there was what? No man. What you talking about, preacher? Satan, I don't care how powerful you are and how long you had the Holy Ghost. If he can distract you, that's what he's trying to do now, is distract you. That's why they're talking about you. That's why they're trying to make you mad. But instead of getting mad, get glad. And, so, and the Bible said, this rejoice and be exceedingly glad. When you just heard that report on yourself and you say, Now, I didn't say you got to feel it. Just do it. Because see, the, the devil can't read my mind. He only see my response. Woo! So he'll put a whole lot of stuff on me, but he don't know what I'm thinking. I could be feeling like nothing, but then without music, I said, don't think everything is going my way. I'm fooling the devil. Sometimes you got to fool him. Isn't that what Job did? The Bible said in all of this, Job did not deny his faith. But this is what it said. The Lord has given. The Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. You thought I'm going to forsake him? I can't forsake him now. I need him. 